This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. This is Deb Austin, and as always, we welcome Sally Lucas. Good afternoon, Deb. And how's your week been? My week? Well, if we could get rid of the rain and the cold, I'd say, great. You can't even go out and have a walk, can you? Because mm. it just buckets down every so often, doesn't it? And it's it? going to keep doing that too. So, but it, it is winter and we I have know. to accept it. So, okay, let's say, what wonderful travel ideas do you have for us this well, week? Well, I'm still sticking with the warm theme. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I think it's nice to think of warmer climes when we're in the middle of winter, mm. isn't it? Have a little bit of a dream. But I'm thinking about our own part of the world this time, our furthest city to the north or capital city, which is Darwin. Oh, good. And Darwin is a fabulous place. I've, I've been there many times, lucky enough to be there many times because we've got friends up there. So mm. it's a good excuse to always go and visit. And every time we go, you know, we try and do something different. So we're incorporating a different part of Darwin or its surrounds because it's obviously the gateway to Arnhem Land and Kakadu. Absolutely. Um, but it's a full of an eclectic mix of people too because you've got many Asians living there, mm. um, Polynesian, you know, and all sorts of Asian people as well. So, and it's very much um, a relaxed attitude very they have up there. Back. It's also it's a gateway, oh. isn't it? Yes, but a relaxed. Yes, mm. and, and so you think it's our first gateway into Australia from the north too. Mm. So different from Melbourne, Sydney, or, or anywhere else, you know. And they have these wonderful markets, and you've probably heard of the Mindel markets. Yes. And they're on basically, they start roughly the end of April, depending on how the monsoon season's gone, and go through till about October. And it only used to be on a Thursday night, but they now operate them on a Sunday as well. So you get two opportunities, because a lot of people used to be disappointed if they're on a tour or something. and just missed that Thursday, mm. but now at least you've got two opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still bigger on the Thursday night because everyone has always gone to the Thursday night market. So a lot of these um, providers of the, uh, the stalls there come from a long way out, as you can imagine. So mm. they can't all come twice a week. Right. So the Sunday markets aren't probably quite as busy as the Thursday night markets. But mm. all the locals go down with the deck chairs and the eskies and have their wine and beer and watch quite the... An event. Oh, it's a real event. Watch <laughs> the sunset. You've mm. got all these entertainers, you know, people playing didge, all sorts of entertainers. The food is fabulous. I mean, every nationality and type of food from Filipino to whatever you want, you know. Mm. And then fabulous bargains to buy as well, like lots of natural arts and crafts, uh, food produce. So it's a real mix, but you've got to get there early mm. just to nab your spot, you know, if you want to get a good good spot near the beach so you can watch the sun sink down into oh, the sea. It's, it's, it's uh, reminiscent almost of um, Bali, for, for, for want yes. of a better description. So yes. is now a really good season to go, Sal? Well, I... I've been there, as I said, a few times, and I've been lucky enough to be at the end of the wet and in the middle of the dry. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see it both times, because mm. when you go in the dry, which is basically, you know, what we're in now, mm-hmm. and everyone wants to go there then because there is no rain. It just mm-hmm. doesn't rain, right? It's just you wake up every day and there's a bright blue sky, high 20s temperatures, and it's just perfect. Oh, well, yes. Okay, but the downside is all the water's dried up. Ah. So you've got no wonderful teeming waterfalls. Oh, so you, you miss... Yes. Oh, gosh, it's See? a catch-22, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm. but if you go at the end of the wet, you, you drive out towards Kakadu and there's these wonderful, huge plains that are dry as, and you go there after the wet, and it's like a big pond full mm. of water lilies. 
it's just stunningly beautiful to see it like that. And things like Jim Jim Falls and Litchfield National Park, which are famous for their waterfalls, you've got these wonderful water holes and so on. Uh, they get cleared of cases crocs in them, so don't worry. <laughs> rangers always go and clear them before they open you know, the oh, swimming cool. hole, so they're mm. all checked quite religiously. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and, I mean, Kakadu's are only a couple of hours out of Darwin. I mean, you deserve to give it, like, three or four days oh, at, yes. at least. But just getting back to Darwin again for a moment, you've got the wonderful museum there, East Point Military Museum, mm-hmm. which, as we all know, it was hidden, the bombing of Darwin. It was hidden from us. It wasn't part of history. It was a, an embarrassment mm. um, to our government that they didn't take note of, you know, the warning that this was going to happen. So you must go to the East Point Military Museum. Mm. They've got the most fabulous art gallery and museum. Yes. And mm. it, it's, you're just looking right over the Arafura Sea. It's just beautiful in these mm. beautiful settings. It's got a lovely cafe there. It's got one of the largest indigenous art collections in Australia, plus it's a museum as well. Plus you go into what they call the Cyclone Tracy Room, where if you remember the priest was a priest who recorded it on tape and mm. cassette. Mm. And as it was happening, and it's the only record of, of the, the roar and the noise of that oh. cyclone. And you go in this locked room, and I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it, mm. and they play this tape at the, at the level of sound. And in the end, they were turning it down because people were getting scared. And I said, yes, they would. But I said, well, you, you shouldn't turn it down because you've got to understand what these people went, went through. through. Mm. Um, warn them before they go in that it could be disturbing. But the sound of metal crunching and glass and the roar of that cyclone. It how, must have been so terrifying. And how for him also to think about recording to, to record that. it. But you look at Darwin now, and of course, you can't believe that what was back in 74, and here's this oh, wonderful, yes. you know, multilingual, multi-everything, multicultural, everyone gets on well with everybody, lots of things to do. It's a gateway to Kakadu and Arnhem Land, fabulous place to visit, and you really should put it on your itinerary of Australian must-to-do. To in URFM 103.7 and we're talking travel. Welcome back, Sally, and let's go to Europe. Let's do that. And I just thought we'd mention that next year, 2010, is one of those special years for mm. the Oberammergau Passion Play. It's beautiful. And it only happens, as you probably know, Deb, mm. every 10 years. So it's quite an event and a very important event on the European calendar. And it's hosted by the village of Oberammergau, of course. Um, and it, as I said, it only attracts um, occurs sorry every 10 years and attracts people from all over the world come for this passion play and the tradition goes back to the early 17th century when after months of suffering from the Black Death the village folk uh, swore an oath that they would regularly perform a play to celebrate the life of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and um, as thanks because they had been their little village had been spared by the terrible plague. So that's how it started. And you have over 2,000 local actors, singers, musicians, stage technicians, etc., with fantastic sets, costumes, etc. So, but you need to get in early for this, as you can imagine, as the availability of seats to each country is limited. It's, okay. like, it's like the huge big World Cup, isn't it? But it's so, oh. such a small... Yes, mm. and it, it, as I said, if you do thinking of doing this, um, I know Scenic Tours have got a, a brochure out already. They're incorporating one of their river cruises with uh, oh, doing the Passion Play, which would be fantastic. And they're actually providing free airfares with Singapore Airlines as well. you just got to pay the taxes. So keep that in mind for next year, Oberammergau. I reckon that would be a must if you're going to Europe next year, mm. but get in early, please. Good. Next, how about... A, a rail journey. We've talked about lots of rail journeys over the you know, various segments, and this one is in Spain. 
Mm. And I think that would be quite interesting. I think rail is an interesting way to journey anyhow because you oh. sit back and relax and you've got that picture postcard outside your window. You did, there's no stress of, of no, driving, no no. looking, looking out and, and yep. obviously doing the trip during the day and not yes. planning it during the night unless, of course, that's when you want to sleep and you want to get to your next destination. But there's yes. so much to see in a beautiful countryside. Oh, yes. And this is uh, a train that has actually been operating in Spain for over 25 years, which people may or may not realise. And um, it's called the El Trans Cantabrico. And um, it goes across northern Spain where the, the pilgrim route is, like the Santiago de Compostela, which is the old pilgrim route that goes right through into Europe and across the top of Spain. So you're enjoying stunning scenery during the day. And, of course, all in this train, it's elegantly furnished with um, comp- all your compartments have en suites and you've mm. got, you know, a lovely lounge car and even what they call a pub car and, a la- you know, so, as well as a dining car. So you're actually seeing some of the most wonderful old ancient cities and lots of old Roman cities too because mm. we forget the Romans virtually covered nearly all mm, of Europe that's right. um, and you're going to see lovely museums like the Guggenheim Museum um, the, uh, the Santiago Cathedral etc you're going along parts of the river as well so you're getting to see some wonderful parts of Spain now this is all inclusive it's a seven night rail journey and you get breakfast lunch and dinner including wine, coffee and liqueurs, nightly mm-hmm. entertainment, scheduled excursions, luxury coach accompanying the train where the train doesn't get to where they want to show you things. They take you off the train and take you there by coach. Mm. Um, and your meals are actually, um, evening meals are um, at local restaurants. Oh, okay. So you get to yes. experience. So you experience. You're not just eating on the train the whole time. So just keep that in mind. And at the moment, they've got a 15% discount on, um, like everyone's got discounts at the moment, mm. as we all say, but they do have discounts on selected departures. So just keep that in mind. Um, and I think it'd be a wonderful way to see part of Spain. Is there a website or any information if people wanted to actually go on and have a look about that? You can get, there's one, there's a rail, there's a couple of places you can go. There's a, a company called Iber Tours. Mm-hmm. I-B-E-R Tours. Um, if you just Google that, I think it's just www.ibertours.com.au and you'll mm. notice they've got a selection in there at the moment and they've got some other packages, you know, um, doing a um, unique Portugal tour, a gastronomic tour of Portugal, a new one, which would be fabulous mm. as well. They're, they're a specialist just in Spain, Portugal and Morocco, Iber Tours, so that would be a good website to have a look at. So specialists. Good. Yeah, or any of the rail websites because all the rail you know, that run new rail, etc. So there's one called, I think, www.railtickets.com.au. So if you went on to Iber Tours, if you're wanting to look at more than just rail, do you know what I mean? That would encompass everything else in Spain as well. Mm-hmm. Or, of course, if you go onto the rail website, it's just going to be journeys pertaining to rail. Okay, terrific. Okay. So um, what have we got next? What have we got next? I just thought I'd throw in here, we've got cold here, well, so let's talk cold Europe. Okay. And people don't often think to go to Europe in their cold months, but it's quite a good time to go because the streets are, are virtually half empty, you know what I mean? And well, the prices come down again because it's like shoulder or it's down yes, season. Yes, yes. Um, but winter in these cities, they love their festivals in winter. Mm. And nearly every European city has markets and festivals and all their squares, piazzas, etc. are all lit up and big Christmas trees and drinking mulled wine and, you know, it's just... And, of course, you're getting to see a white Christmas as well. That's right. But mm. um, Insight Tours, if you're interested, have got a great little itinerary, um, a seven-day Vienna, Prague and Budapest. Three mm. beautiful cities. Mm. And you're going to see the UNESCO-protected um, old town of Kresky Krumlov. I'll get it right in a minute. Chesky Krumlov, which is in the Czech Republic. It's hard to get your tongue around that. Mm. Um, and you can see the fabulous St Vitus Cathedral, uh, Prague Castle, um, 
Matthias Church and in Budapest you, you go to both sides, the Buddha and the Pest and the wonderful opera house in Vienna, the Schönbrunn Palace. Oh, but, stunning. Yeah, and you're just experiencing, though, yeah, a cloak of snow, you know, toasted chestnuts, mulled wine, festivals, Christmas markets. So just consider it. It's a, a lovely little itinerary, and they run from November till March next year, that winter itinerary with Insight Tours. And that's Talking Travel this week for our sponsor, Travel World on King. And see you next week for more great travel ideas on 2NURFM 103.7.